Welcome to the latest episode of Between Two Couches. Unfortunately, Maddie is suffering some intestinal issues, so she's on the couch on her own. We're going to talk today. <laughs> We're going to talk today about some of the early struggles we had in our early CrossFit careers and stuff now that we don't um, we don't think about or we don't struggle with as well. So I'm going to kick off with you, Maddie. You said like when you started. Like, okay, I, you could squat, you could run, anything that was grunt work was in your wheelhouse, but if I asked you to do a handstand push-up or a pull-up, it was to balance fail. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so coming off of like the whole soccer background thing, I've always had pretty good engine and I've been just naturally strong. So one of the first workouts I did, now that we're talking about that, was, um, don't know what it's called, but it was like run a mile, 20 heavy back squats, run a mile. And I crushed it, and I was like, ah, that's just easy, right? And then came in another day, and it was like chest bars, you know, um, snatches or something that I had never done. And it was just extremely humbling, because, you know, you do one workout, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm decent at this. And then you go to another workout, and you're like, I need to work on every single thing in this workout. So when I first came in, all the gymnastics uh, needed work. Um, yeah, so it was just a matter of kind of dialing in what I needed to work on. Um, obviously everything else, like the whole engine strength thing could always improve as well, but um, I remember coming in thinking like there would be something gymnastics-y on the, on uh, Wattify and I'd be like, oh crap, like should I even come in and do that workout because I know I'm not going to do well in it. Um, and then it was kind of like a mental switch to come in and obviously just work on weaknesses, um, which is then kind of when it started getting addicting, like okay. I'm seeing progress now. Um, did all the handstand push-up, pull-up programs that they have to offer, which are really good, by the way, for anyone watching this. Recommend it. Um, so yeah, it, the beginning is a struggle, and there's still things to this day that you see come up in a workout where you're not 100% excited about, but um, that's why we do the sports. There's always room to improve, always things you can be working on. So um, yeah, basically. Yeah. So I think that's pretty important to realize is that there's like there's never an end point, yeah. And it's it's always a struggle. So, Derek, you you know came in and uh, did some burpees. I did. And then said, "Whoa, everyone's supportive." Yeah. And that made you come back. You can't remember your second workout. Can't so, so early in CrossFit, what were some of the things that you were like, "I'll never get," or you know, made you go home and cry a bit? Okay. Yeah. It's very weird talking to you this close, but. Um, <laughs> Um, I was actually saying I, I don't know what to say for this because I've got I've had a lot of things and still have a lot of things that I need to work on and would have been the original issues like mobility would have been a big one and that put into mind the first time I tried to over squat or overhead squat um, an empty barbell I literally fell backwards on my ass um, so like mobility has been something that I've worked on for a long time and I forget how far I've come in terms of mobility so I fall on my ass overhead squatting 20 kilo bar uh, from a rack, so it wasn't even like jumping it overhead or anything like from the floor. Um, and then I remember, like, when I started doing a little bit of coaching, I would often put on my weightlifting shoes to demo a snatch because uh, I couldn't get down to the bottom of the lift without warming up. Whereas now I can, like, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal for me um, as an almost 42 year old guy. I can snatch a 20 kilo bar to the bottom of the squat and not have to think about it and not fall on my ass. Um, mm -hmm. So mobility, while it takes a long, long time, and it was a big issue for me, still is, like there's still gonna be things that I do need to work on. Um, like 
that's something I've progressed about. But that was a big thing at the very start, like uh, falling backwards, not being able to overhead squat something without that lift in shoes, so now I'm not having to worry about it. Um, so it takes time, but yeah, make progress on it. Yeah, that, that's cool. I mean, like you mentioned, you're you know on the, uh, the flip side of forty. Yeah. So. Like competition sort of winds down when you sort of well for a lot of people it does when you when you think of forty when you're in your twenties it's sort of uh, the forefront of your mind. <coughs> well, it's true, but like the fact that you can pick up an empty bar or any weight and squat all the way down shows that your joints are healthy enough and mobile enough that you know you're not waking up in the day feeling pain, you're not getting tired from any part of the desk aspects of your job, or you can go for a two-hour drive and get up and stretch and feel good and not feel hobbled. You know, because we always say in here, oh, this is something I need to work in. Mm. But no, you didn't, like, start CrossFit to be able to, to snatch, or maybe you did. Yeah, yeah. You know, you did it to feel healthier and happier. And we always get bogged down in that, oh, well, this is one thing I can't do. You know? And, of course, because we're so involved in the activity, we're always thinking, oh, well, you know, oh, I need to work on my long running. Or, hey, there's a marathon row I need to be able to do, and I need to be able to clean a lot heavier because look what they're doing in the games and that's mm. the absolute tip of the spears to what we do and those guys just face struggle after struggle after failure failure but like for you to be able to do that is is an improvement and you said oh it's it's not great for dancing and things mm. you know but it's but far better than it like, was you know you combine all four of us at our absolute fittest and we're still not even Matt Fraser or Tia Claire Toomey's warm up you know you're not bad sorry <laughs> <laughs> So, Sean, tell us, what were some of the things you, like, you look back now and you're like, oh, I used to worry so much or I couldn't do, and now? Um, one of the earliest things I really struggled with was the Wimbledon's actually. Yeah. Um, I couldn't seem to string them together for life for me. It took me months to get them. Um, I bought all the special ropes, the Orex jump ropes and all those things, and it didn't make any difference. I got the heavy ropes and the light ropes and the, all the different colour handles that I was like, this is the one. <laughs> and uh, it didn't make any difference. Um, and I remember I did a crossfit competition, and I did a workout with double. That one you were there as well when, we, when I met you when we competed the first time. And uh, the double unders and the power snatches, and you had to do the double unders and broken. And I remember I was absolutely petrified. I think it was thirty and broken each time, and the best set I'd ever done broken was like twenty-four. So, and you had to do like six rounds of it. And if you missed the double unders, you had to start again, and always had to be broken. Yeah. And then I ended up doing the workout. I won the heat. What? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know how, but I, after that, it was it was, uh, it was fine. But the biggest struggle, it's nothing to do with really, for me in relation to my fitness and, and my on my crossfit career or athletic career, it's not exercise or things. It's having the support. So prior to prior to you becoming my coach. I was trying to do everything and anything. I was always picking the things I was good at because I was like, I used to follow OPT, Outlaw, I'd go online, do .com the other day. I'd look at three or four different blogs and I'd go, oh, I don't like to look at that one. What's OPT doing today? Oh, that's too hard. I can't miss that walk. What's Outlaw doing? Oh, he's got a barbell. Okay, I'll do that one. Um, and so I, so I never really was progressing anywhere. And then, then when I came to intern, with, with Damo at your place, um, and you were like, don't set your back and all that, all that <laughs> shit talk, trying to shit talk me. Um, yeah, you're joking. Um, and then when you started coaching me, then my, my, everything just kind of, I 
next step from there. Just having some guidance and working on what I need to work on and realizing that someone else is is, is kind of being, doing it with you in that struggle. Um, you're not on your own. And that was a big thing for me in relation to, to progressing to where I am now. So I reckon if I was still on my own, I wouldn't have achieved half the things I would have achieved. program happened. That's a program hopping, probably, yeah. I'll be doing a catalyst program one week and an outlaw next week and OPT and whatever the bloody Marcus Philly. Hey, Marcus Philly's ripping off my demo videos at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And he's awakening here. He's got the image rights there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's the, for me, that was the biggest struggle to start, having no guidance on where I should be going. Um, and once I, once I got a coach, once I started working with you, then it really, um, it kind of fast tracked my, my progress and it did. And I I'd reach out to tell everyone if you're if you're struggling and you feel like it's overwhelming and you can't get the progress you want, I mean finding a coach or someone that you can that you can work with you is the most valuable thing you can do. Because life's hard enough on your own. Absolutely. Especially and then bring it across it into it. But there's so many things that you have to try and think about to fix or to work on gymnastics, weightlifting, cardio, whatever it might be. And like that, creatures of habit, we always go towards what's easier for us and what we enjoy doing. And it's okay every now and then, but long-term progress, you need to, you need to struggle to grow. Right? Yeah. And that's the point. Like, someone has done what you've done before. Someone knows the path. Yeah. You know, like if you want to get strong, sure, just start picking up weights and see what happens. Or go to someone who's got the deadlift you want, got the back squat you want, and say, How did you get here? You know, you want to get lean, someone has figured out how to eat for that. You know, you want to improve your gymnastics, someone's written the program. And like, there's always tweaks and improvements, you know. Yeah. Um, I, know I know for me, like, I it was weird that I could, like, have the mobility to do pistols and single leg squats early. And I actually did a muscle up the first time I tried. <laughs> so my friend Shane, well, like uh, that, that was the lucky and that was the early victory. And that's important. Find an early victory. Find something you're good at and cling on to that, like, um, like rose on the door. But he showed me these rings. The Titanic reference there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's hanging on to it while she's in the water. She's frozen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Find, some, find something she's cling on okay. to. Jack is frozen. Oh yeah, Jack is frozen. Definitely. Yeah, but <laughs> Segway. He made he made some uh, he made some makeshift rings. This was back when like rings were hard plastic and like at one point gymnastic rings cost five hundred euro to buy five hundred dollars to buy and you like wait months to get them. So credit to credit to Mr. Glassman for making gymnastic rings accessible to everyone. I think you could probably buy a pair at home for like twenty bucks now if you wanted to. But he'd made it makeshift pair and like I'm really struggling on the muscle up and I literally went is it like this. And he didn't talk to me, he walked back into his house. And he was out <laughs> until there, and like, I didn't drive at the time, so that was awkward. <laughs> but I struggled on kipping pull-ups, I couldn't get the rhythm of it as well. And I know now it was down to mobility, and we didn't have the education. And that was something I worked on as well, so I can be empathetic for someone who's coming in and working hard. And kind of the point to wrap this whole thing up is that we wanted to share struggles with, with, with you guys, the listeners and the viewers, because it's natural to think no one else has a struggle. It's natural to think that the, lead, the leaders in your gym have it all, but we all struggle and we can all overcome them and have them. Second to that is that like, the work is what makes, makes you better. You know, like when you, you come to the end, you're gonna remember the times you really sweated hard 
you really tried to do 10 wall balls unbroken and couldn't believe that you finally got your first rope plan you know you probably won't remember the time you tore up and down the rope 10 times and didn't think about it as part of the workout but you remember that first clamp and feeling like you're you know hanging off in the stratosphere when in reality you think you remember that first double under and like did i did i actually get that did anyone see it did it go through twice yeah like did that happen you remember those and it's the struggle that's important and it's the struggle that gives the whole thing holding me so i guess that's not part like so yeah. on behalf of everyone we thank you for watching watching all these episodes guys if you have any suggestions we'd love to hear them other than that we'll talk to you next time thanks guys Thank you.